Hey, welcome to another week of Radio Melee. It's your boy Toph. We got PPMD. Yo. And we got Slug. And uh, let me tell you, Slug, uh, you've been a hero of mine for, for quite some time, especially in the online tournament kind of series, but it was really dope getting to see you. I don't know. I think, to me, prove what I thought was already pretty obvious offline. Mm. Um, how was your weekend, Slug? I mean, I, I didn't really get to chat with you at all, uh, but yeah, yeah, how did that feel? That This was an insane, insane weekend because I've been playing Melee for a while, so I've gone to a lot of tournaments. Yeah. I don't think anyone, any tournament I've been to has ever stacked up to this one just in terms of like the tournament and then you're in Vegas. So like you're just in the most insane place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> and so the vibes were, were ridiculous all weekend. So I went from being like really nervous to like really happy and then just like really drunk at some casino in Las Vegas. <laughs> I was just like, this is exactly what I wanted from this. <laughs> Yeah. You gambled your your $40 uh, prize money away pretty quickly, I imagine. Yeah, I think I got like a $42 Venmo from Gimmer. And I was like, <laughs> all right, all on red. Let's go. <laughs> hey, very nice. Very nice, man. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, much like Toph, I mean, I you know, I've uh, I've seen you picking up results and online things for a while. And it was cool to see you offline. And I want to just ask really quickly, you said you've been playing for a while. How long has it been before we kind of dig into the tournament itself? So I'm a doc kid. So I started playing in late 2014 i think august 2014 was when i first started um and i spent two years playing fox and mm. then in like 2016 i switched to ice climbers what so, made you switch this this is a funny story actually i would play fox marth uh every week at my local and the marth was my little brother his tag is chum and he would beat me every week like it would be like winners finals grand finals every week at our local and i would just lose fox marth and I was like, how do I make this kid as mad as he makes me? I'm just going to start wobbling him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, this character is kind of fun. Like, maybe I'll actually start <laughs> playing them more. And then I just like fully switched eventually. Yeah. So it was originally, so were you winning just with like little knowledge of the character, but just wobbling him? Or was were you putting in like a good amount of time already to do that? I mean, well, first of all, I really wasn't winning. I was just wobbling him to make him okay. mad. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but... Yeah, like, I mean, it was like how a lot of IC players probably start, right? Like, they just kind of, they wobble and they get the wins that wobbling gives you. And then, like, you just, you got to get past that hump next, though. It's like, can you beat people if you can't just wobble over and over? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. And then you're in too deep. You're like, well, this yeah, is this exactly. is my best character. Yeah, no, I'm way Didn't... better with this character than everybody else, so it's too late. Did you ever talk to Infinite Numbers? Because I remember I felt like he had a similar story where I think he started with Fox. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, yeah. I I haven't talked to him a lot about it, but yeah, I remember briefly, like he always like hated wobbling too, even when it was legal and he would go to tournaments and like do well and he would like feel bad about it. Um, so I, I know that about him. Um, I haven't talked to him personally about it a lot, um, but I think he's back to playing Fox. He has a different tag now, but I feel like he does huh. well at New England locals again, uh, playing Fox. So he, he's a good player. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. This all makes sense to me because I, I something I wanted to dig into a little bit is I've heard about your kind of your counterpick strategy. And I know that you'd be going, you know, Fox or Sheik, I guess, yeah. for, for each. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, and I'd heard you had a really good Fox. So, so that makes sense that you actually started on that character. Yeah. Um, but something I was wondering about, and we were kind of theorizing, we were theory crafting on the, um, on the commentary. Uh, PP, if you were watching before the set that mm. Slug had with JFlex. Was that you know Slug at that point had apparently beaten J Flex nine times and not okay. and not lost, um, yeah. So it was nine zero tournament record, and I was almost wondering 
like at that point, you know, because it sounds like Jay Flix was kind of doing this thing where he'd start the set with Sheik and like usually lose the first game. And stop me at any point, Slug, to correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what this is the data I got. Mm-hmm. And then Jay Flex would try offensive, he'd switch to Peach, and it would kind of turn into a counterpick battle. And then <laughs> I was kind of like, you know, if that's how this is going, why doesn't Jay Flex try like a double blind kind of thing? Right. Yeah. And like maybe start with Pete. You know what I mean? Like, has that happened? Um, do you have any intel or insight as to the, this, this dynamic? Yeah. I know he has a peach because he, he's had a peach for a while. I remember he used to play peach against like Diz at New York locals like years ago. Um, uh-huh. So it was on my mind, like maybe he'll go peach. Um, but yeah, like he never, he normally never starts peach. He's, it's normally like a counter pick thing. And then like when we've played online, it'll be like I beat him in Sheik Peach or sorry, uh, Sheik Ices. And then like he'll win like one of the next two games. And then it's just like my counter pick. So like, his peach is like pretty good or like passable against ICs, but like it's not very good in the other matchups. So like when we played mm-hmm, online, mm-hmm. if I got the chance to play like Fox against his peach, I would normally just win. And I feel like he kind of just doesn't want to deal with the counter pick war, but I'm not 100% mm, sure. I see. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, I mean, the, 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 only, the only wrong answer is like if you're going into the counter pick war, but you're losing game one every time, then yeah, that's, that's the big. Uh, <laughs> that's the big problem because then you know you need to win game five ultimately yeah um but yeah, yeah. just like the with the way like counter picks work in melee or i guess smash in general like once the one person gets the counter pick advantage it's like it can be pretty hard uh especially since his peach just isn't practiced in like other matchups at all it can right. be pretty hard for him to overcome the other matchups a classic uh classic tri-state chic phenomenon uh yeah. starting from the days of Mewtwo king yeah something okay so yeah, Swedish, Swedish definitely. I think Swedish to me, Swedish was the most uh, strong Luigi main. Strong Luigi main. Did you ever play Swedish like in in tournament mm-hmm. and stuff? Did he ever try to hit you with that Peach? Yeah, he beat me with Peach at like Genesis six, I think, or something Ooh. like that. And it's funny that PP said something about Luigi because right after I lost to him, I had to play Curve in Losers. Oh. It was in Losers oh. early, and he like destroyed me in Luigi Ices. And I, I was for like one twenty ninth or something. I like oh, sat in the man. hotel lobby for like two hours. Ah, just like I man. can't believe I flew out to this tournament to lose to these guys. Oh man, yeah, but that's yeah. a that's a really weird that's a weird set of losses for a ICs player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right? Curve, I was expecting to play Swedish. I was not expecting Curve to be there in losers already. <laughs> so it was yeah, like, I lost the Swedish. I think it was game three, and then I was like, all right, who do I play next? Hopefully, just some like random Falco or something. And it's just like Curve, and he's just impossible Oof. to hit. Yeah. Oof. This is something, yeah, it's, it's, so this is, I think, PP, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is our first episode having an ICES player yes. on Radio Melee. Yeah. Um, and there's, obviously, there's a lot of things that we could ask you, and there's a lot of things that, um, Yeah, so many you know, things that I've written down have already come up. So we can go in so many places. You know, like you, because, cause like, you know, like you kind of said, right, we're talking about infinite numbers, and, like, for example, his views on wobbling. Every Ices player, and I've known, you know, I was really good friends with Diz and, and, and Nintendo, I still am. Uh, although I guess he's more of a Marth now. And, you know, I've spoken with Fly and Wobbles and all those guys. Um, and it feels like everyone's kind of got, you know, a different view on various things. For example, like, you know, we were talking about Wobbling, right? And how Infinite Numbers just actually just doesn't like it. Yeah. And he, like, didn't even feel good getting those, those wins. But mm. before I even get into any of that stuff... Something I wanted to ask you was like, do you, and I, I think I'm especially wondering this as a commentator, but I, I was watching some tournament, I think it was an online event, and someone was talking about 
in Twitch chat, someone was like, man, it sucks how whenever there's an ICs on the screen, all the commentators can talk about is the history of wobbling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a kind of a good point. Like wobbling definitely, even though it was banned several years ago, it still kind of over centralizes the, you know, people like ICs come up, right? And then people like want to talk about wobbling because it's like, you know, it's still kind of a hot button topic for some reason. (laughs) Is that, does that like annoy you as an ICs player? Like, do you, do you kind of wish that there was like, that the conversation moved on to something else? Or like, how do you feel about that? I guess. Yeah, I guess a little bit. <laughs> I don't mind like, you know, like just little things here and there, but there are times when I'm rewatching a set and there's like every time I get a grab, they're like like freaking out because I'm not wobbling, right? Even though it's been banned for like 2 years. <laughs> um, but at the same time I get it because like everything around the ICs meta for so long was just like in all the discussions about ICs when you would watch ICs play at like a high level, it would just mm-hmm. be wobbling. That was what it would came came down to a lot of times. Oh. Um especially since like the top ICs for a really long time outside of like Fly, Manita, and Wobbles, I guess, were like, I mean, that was kind of what they did. They wobbled a lot. They were really good, obviously. But like, yeah. like Chu's run in like 2017, where he was like top 10 in the world, there, there was a lot of wobbling going on during that. Yeah. So it's like, it, it doesn't annoy me that much, um, especially like with commentary stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Commentary is also really hard. Like, it, it's hard to like just come up with stuff on the fly. <laughs> like I definitely went on like Reddit today and there was like so many people talking about wobbling. I was like, man, I haven't wobbled in a tournament in like two years. <laughs> I don't know why it's like so hot, such a hot topic still. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. I mean, it's the kind of thing where like um I don't know. I the way I've always kind of seen it as like uh it's it's the sort of thing where as the ice climbers player, like, you know, it feels like there's still a lot of matchups. Like, obviously, I mean, you'd be saying this weekend, and obviously with fast followers, there's still plenty of punishes you can do. But I've always sort of felt like the the real place where wobbling is, like, really, really, really helps the characters matchups like Peach, matchups like Puff, obviously, where you're not going to get much of a punish in, in, in other spots. But it seems like you've got counterpicks for those matchups anyway. So yeah. do you feel like it matters less to you? You know, just since you kind of, you don't, you're not actually just a solo ICs player. You've actually got other characters. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it overall matters a little less to me because, like, there's so many... It's like you said, there's so many characters, so many matchups where, like, you still hit them really hard no matter what. So even if you don't get, like, an actual just straight-up zero to death, you're still getting, like, a chunk of, like, 50-plus damage, which Mm. is still really good. Um, And, like, also, like, even in matchups like Marth, you don't... Like, Marth's kind of floaty. He's not a floaty, but, you know, he's getting there. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of, like, my game plan around fighting Marth is just, like playing a neutral where like when he wins neutral he does like like 10% from just a random move and then like when I get a kit I get like a grab or like a blizzard that leads into a grab and I do a ton of percent mm-hmm. so like yeah like I have the secondaries for like the really weird and just bad matchups and then like the ones like Marth that are like were generally considered like pretty losing I I feel like I switched just like my my mindset on them a lot when wobbling up in that makes sense mm-hmm. and you uh and you kind of like Ices more. At least when you were considering a character to pick up for Chum. And by the way, I did see you using the Chum tag on stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kinda cool. So when you were cause cause you know, like Nintendo, for example, like he plays Marth now, and I know that his he hates Yeah, I talked to him about a little bit at SmashCon actually. And like we we have a lot of different just like what we like, what matchups we like are like very different. But like Marth talk about that. Oh, I I think Marth was like the big one because we were actually sitting on a setup with Logan. Um 
And so we were just like playing a three man rotation and like he would watch me play and then be like, like I would do something and be like, oh, I didn't think about that at all. And then later that weekend, I lost to like no fluxes and like somebody initially, mm. somebody came up to me and was like, you got to watch Nintendude versus Ganon or something or like watch Nintendude versus Kage at this tournament. And I was like, damn, I wish I got the opportunity to talk to him. Uh, I, I gave him some of my Marth stuff. I wish I got some of his Ganon stuff. His Ganon stuff. Yeah. I do remember talking about Icy's Ganon back when we worked at Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just came up. Some, and I was telling him like, you know, we we're talking about the kiss. He was already sort of thinking about maybe switching characters or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, isn't like, you know, even Ganon's like kind of hard. And, and he was like, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah. Icy's whoops Ganon. He's mm -hmm. like, He's like, it's, it's, it's like, he's like, Ganon's, Ganon sucks. He, he's yeah. like, even Sopo arguably beats Ganon. And if but Sopo beats Ganon. Crazy, that's crazy. But, <laughs> but I, 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 mean, I agree with like the, the Ices beats Ganon thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So he's always, yeah, he's always, I, that's a good point. I, I remember that one. He's always been really big on, on that matchup. I guess it makes sense. I mean, you've got ultimately, I mean, if you get hit, it's really bad, but yeah. Um, up until that point, like you've just got so much better ground control than, than Ganon does. But, uh, yeah. There's that's a lot pretty of cool. Weird stuff that's like safe that just seems so unsafe that Ganon does to like ICs, especially on their shield, like forward smash and stuff that like you just can't punish it out of shield. And yeah, like, so it's a lot of like you you gotta like have the matchup knowledge to just like not try to punish stuff. You gotta just know when you can and can't. Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. All of the uh, the Ganon little tricks like that, like. Oh, I got hit, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I sure hope my opponent doesn't, you know, try to overextend this combo to me, and then they double jump stomp, and then they kill yeah. me. It's like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so listen, I just wanted to, before we get to, uh, you know, we're about to get some callers in here. Uh, and if you're watching on Twitch right now, and you're wondering, hey, how do I talk to these people? Because, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people have a lot of questions and a lot of hot takes coming out of Double Down. Uh, is Zane washed? You could come in and you could ask us that. I don't know. We could talk about it. You but we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. All you got to do is use exclamation mark radio melee in Twitch chat, in either my chat or PP's chat. Uh, and you get to hop in the Discord and basically just talk to us live on air and ask Slug whatever you want. Um, and before we get our first caller on, I guess we should take a moment to talk about the community voice from last week. Because we go. did have Hungrybox on. We kind of had two community voices uh, because Hungrybox, uh, I don't know, Hungrybox, he was in content mode. And when he's in content mode, he's in ultimate mode. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was really, I've never seen a man so passionate about Minecraft, Steve. He was, <laughs> wasn't he right, PB? He oh, was yeah. really passionate no, about Minecraft, right. Steve. He was, he was like, boy, let's just, I, you know, I know it's called Radio Melee, but hey, can we talk? We need to talk about Steve. Radio I mean, Minecraft, like, Steve. Like, like what if what if uh what if MK Leo loses to the guy? I was like, yeah, what if he does? What if he does? <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't considered that, I'll tell you. I hadn't considered it. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's I I mean it was funny because I think for HBox, like I think he has a I maybe this will even be relatable as an ISIS player, but I feel like he has a uh chip on his shoulder is the wrong word, it's the wrong nuance, but that's kind of what I'm going for is like you could tell he, you know, he didn't he 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 was opposed to the idea of of um of being reactionary against some character that's like performing well with a small sample size. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and I think that's pretty relatable as a, you know, even in melee, like that, 
definitely is something that they, comes they, up from time to time. They banned wobbling, and no ICs were winning majors, man. I Wait, think they we, can, we, we got to go 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 ban the ICs, man. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're no, coming on the no, shows, no. man. They're over. over yeah, there's an ice timer on Radio Melee now. We got to ban that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we got to get... Dude, I, I've been I've been saying I don't know I'm kind of just I, sometimes I just wake up and I feel like I'm a contrarian but I've been saying maybe it's time to unban it but anyway we get we can absolutely get into that someone should come on and ask us that question if they're curious uh, but okay wait wait before we get off topic let's take a look at Hbox's community voice and and all the wonderful responses we got now so before we start reading the oh yeah answers, there was question one and we need to know about the questions there were two of them one was do we press a button and swap Armada out of retirement with a current top five player? And then the other one was, do we ban Steve and, and what are the conditions? And I don't know. It was basically about Steve. And I, I he it, it, we got into a lot of sauce, but those were the questions. Hmm. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and look at, we got two answers here. First from Kairos, looking at question one, saying they wouldn't press the button. Armada looks content in what he's been doing and being a longtime viewer of the scene. I like how things are changing with players like Mook on the rise and mm-hmm. Amsa almost at the point of winning a major. Yeah, so I think a lot of people, I was looking through a lot of these answers, and I don't think a lot of them wanted to bring Armada back, but I assume that you know maybe he would want to enjoy it to make the, the button press a little more appealing. But anyway... <laughs> I think it's just hard to say, like, I'm going to throw somebody out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, you know, we, if there was just a button that brings Armada back, I'm sure a lot of us would push it. Yeah. Well, okay, maybe yeah. maybe Slug wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I think he's happy in retirement. <laughs> yeah, like, he's having he's a good time. He's running, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His view count's popping. He's he's cosplaying Mario. Let him do his thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, I Mostly agree. because I did not know that. It happened the other um, day. Um, but yeah, nice. Pyro's second answer um, a little bit longer here. I think a ban on Steve wouldn't necessarily depend on MKLeo losing to one of the 15 or 16-year-olds taking majors, but just by mm. how many tournaments these random Steve players win with counter meta not being able to stop them. Making the decision based on one player success or failure fails to account for how Steve's triumph over the rest of the top players. If, say, <laughs> we love a Steve. Sorry, I just love that his name is Steve. It yeah. is really funny. <laughs> I just I think it's Steve it's- from Blue's Clues every time. <laughs> I imagine like Steve from Blue's Clues is like, we just got some mail and it's a first place uh, prize pool again for him. He's having <laughs> a good old time. Uh, <laughs> if say the meta turns into a point where only Leo and a couple of the top echelon players like Spargo and Tweet can beat Steve, then that is mm-hmm. not a healthy meta and the character should be considered for a ban. Meanwhile, there are other fighting games that have a broken character and their communities did not ban them. And then there's yeah. Brawl. And then there's probably no, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it is kind of funny talking about banned characters because really, when you look at the history of fighting games, Smash, it's really rare that a character, get, a whole character, gets outright banned. That is yeah. not common. I mean, really not common. And there have been some pretty. Has it ever well, really even happened in Smash? Because I know like Meta Knight uh, brawl. Sort he did of? get banned. He got banned, but then he got unbanned like six months later or okay. something. It was yeah. Whole- there were two rule sets, and he got banned in one of them. But the problem was. It was hard to get everybody on the same page, and the Japanese players didn't ban him. And the Japanese players, when they, they didn't want to come over to, I don't yeah. know, maybe I'm maybe I'm making this part up. But point is, they couldn't get everybody on the same page. Yeah, They're like, well, yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah, the cleanest ban. It's kind of funny. The cleanest ban that I think we've ever had in Smash, to my knowledge, is that Cloud got banned in doubles. Oh yeah, Smash Four. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. specifically like double cloud. Double like cloud. OP, right? Super OP, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it got to the point where 
double cloud like you know like the way people talk about fox and doubles and melee it's yeah. like actually like that like i think yeah. double cloud is the best team and then all the next best teams you need a cloud and if you don't have a cloud you're way worse than a team that has a cloud mm-hmm. um which is funny because cloud wasn't even the best character in singles but i think he just has like with limit it's just like you know you can just rip it k- kill yeah. from anywhere on the screen and that's just really valuable when you he can was like, pushing his limits i'll say that grab it. he was pushing his <laughs> limits it's probably anyway, like really really easy mm. too right so it's like double fox yeah, and yeah, yeah. at least it's probably the best team but like at least there's a lot more that goes into it yeah 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 double fox is the best team but like i i mean i've i've fought armada and android with the fox teammate and <laughs> Yeah. You know, it, it, it didn't feel like we were playing the best team when we were getting yeah. blended up left, left, right, and center. Um, Rath USSB, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Rathu agrees that I would not push the button. I think, uh, you know, as much as I'd love to see our model with his raw skill adapt new peach type Kaunasu Beast, I think the excitement innovate is something each of the top five has. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I feel. It's like Melee's in such a good spot right now with like there's yeah. so much variety at the top level. I feel like we've got a healthy mix. We don't need to yeah. mix it up further. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, to the Steve question, you know, it, it becomes counterpick culture. But if he consistently loses to the Steve players, the game is doomed. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that, and that's kind of my my thing is like I just don't know if one loss isn't gonna. That's one loss is 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 not gonna be enough to justify a ban. And I think that I also I will say with the ultimate meta, just kind of being an onlooker for that game, I will say it is actually like. Part of the reason this even comes up is because it's it's actually a really balanced game. Like no one can really agree on the top five at all, really. Like there's all kinds of and 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 even without the patches, there have been characters that have moved way up and way down, and no one can really agree on what you know. There, there's just so much. There's there's actually a good amount of variety, and so I think for a lot of the newer ultimate players, I feel like it must be very weird having an over centralizing character in the first place because they've literally never had it. Yeah. Right. You know, you had MK Leo who's playing Byleth, who's like not really top tier, and Tweaks playing like Diddy and Sephiroth, and they're kind of good, but not really top tier. So I think for them, they're like, whoa, we've got an actual top tier that's like, actually, we can agree that this character's top tier. That's different. And, you know, that's got to feel weird for a lot of them. So that's probably why they're, they're, they're reacting the way they are. But anyway, I think we're just about ready to get our first caller on. We got a bunch of questions. Uh, from a bunch of uh, wonderful guests, some old, some new, and our first caller is going to be Neptune. How you doing, Neptune? Where are you calling in from, and uh, what do you got for us today? Uh, hi, I'm Neptune. Hello. I'm, I'm calling in from Boca in Florida. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. my, my question for Slug, so it's kind of a two-part question, but it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Um, one of my friends who is, or at least used to be an Isis main, Talked about how she considers wobbling to be sort of a valuable asset to equalize matches or make up for the icy shortcomings, similar to how rest is for Puff. Do you consider wobbling to be that, or as how most people consider, which is an unfair advantage? And as for a second part, to extend that, what are the strategies people can learn to go far without wobbling, especially with much less icy mm. players in the scene after the ban? Aside from, you know, handoffs and what you've shown in Double Down. Do you think that ever since the ban, do you think people have sort of lost or forgot the matchup experience beyond don't get grabbed and separate the climbers and kill Nana as soon as possible? Mm-hmm. Okay, those are good questions. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll let we'll let Slug start it off, obviously. Because mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even know how you feel about wobbling. This is something I'm curious about. I mean, are you infinite numbers where you're like, nah, wobbling's always been stupid, or are you like, no, we really should 
mm-hmm. it's very fair, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are your thoughts on it? Because there's so many different opinions. I've always been kind of a fence sitter on wobbling because I don't, it was never mm-hmm. overpowered or at least it never made ice climbers overpowered. Mm-hmm. And so from a game balance perspective, it was like we said with like banning wobbling when, you know, like wobbling got a clean ban, but Meta Knight and Brawl never got a clean ban. Like mm-hmm. it was right. never like we were never really winning majors. Uh, like it was more of a problem in like pools and like locals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so from that perspective, it didn't really make sense to ban it. But at the same time, I can 100% like see the other side of like it was clearly like if not the most lame, it was like one of the most lame and just like degenerate things that you could do in Melee. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether it should be banned or not at this point, I'm okay with it being banned. And I don't think that like ICs are unviable at all without it. Um, no, yeah. Fact, you definitely yeah, proved that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, I think that like like all the, the stuff that they're bad at, like they're still bad at whether wobbling's legal or banned um and the stuff that they're good at it, they're still pretty good at right like mm-hmm. if you get a grab you still do a ton of damage um and like that's still your win condition um in most matchups right like if you get a grab in the corner where handoffs are guaranteed you pretty mm-hmm. much should always get a kill um or if not a kill like a very like high amount of damage into an edge guard or something like that right um so if is it unfair? I don't think so. Just because, like, like I said, ICs didn't win majors, and like, if it was really unfair or overpowered, they would have been like going crazy, winning majors. Like, you would have seen like the super top players picking up ICs. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't. I also, if I were to choose, keep it banned or or keep it legal, uh, I would probably. I'm I'm fine with keeping it banned, honestly. Because mm-hmm. I also just personally, I have more fun playing without it. It's just more fun. I have more satisfaction from mm. the game. Um, I was saying to my friends at Double Down, I was like, it's weird to play on stage and have everybody like cheering, right? I will say the only time you will get cheered for if you're wobbling is in cruise. The the yeah, if, if they're from the region, they'll they'll be yeah. like, yeah, wobble, yeah. do it. <laughs> I also I also liked when wobbling's legal. I would go to like a major with like my friends who like when I would wobble and my locals they would like be so mad. They're like, "This needs to be yeah. banned. This is so lame." But then like when I'm wobbling some outer region player, they were like freaking out. Like, "Yes, wobble them." <laughs> but that's not often enough, right? You're going to no. locals more than that usually. Yeah, like, it's weird that like people would be like, "Bro, you're sick." Like before for years, <laughs> like no nobody ever said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be a weird dynamic. That is funny. It is huh. really bizarre. Um, and then what was you? You you also just to uh, to, to uh, one more thing that I was kind of wondering about that kind of has to do with this. Um, you, I mean, by far your best results are post wobbling, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, assumedly you just got a lot better as a player, but. Well, Wobbles made a like had like a blog post about this where he talked about like how most ice climber players just tunnel so much on just wobbling and just grabbing and mm-hmm. putting up a wobble. Um, and like if you stop doing that, you'll get way better. And I always like brush that off as like that's stupid, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like you just 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 grind and like you know you'll get there. And then when wobbling first started getting banned at some tournaments, I was like maybe I should like see how it feels to play without wobbling and like play without wobbling at my locals. Um, and I'll just be grinding net play without wobbling. And like, I kind of like felt it instantly. Like I was just getting way better. I was thinking about the game mm-hmm. in like a more, more holistic sense. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. 
And like, I remember I was doing that for a couple months and then I went to Genesis where wobbling was still legal. That was like the last legal legalized major before it got like completely axed. Uh, and so I was like, had all that no wobbling practice and then wobbling was legal there. And I felt like such a God at that time. <laughs> <laughs> like my neutral had gotten like, way better and I was just a way better player all around. But then I still had like the God, like, you know, Armada level punish guy, punish game as people say, right? Um, so mm -hmm. that was like my breakout land. Actually, I got like 17th or something. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, like I do think there's there's some truth in the like when you let go of just looking for the one option, like all of a sudden, like the game, you can, you see the game more clearly too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, then, and uh, the second part of the question was um, on screen there. What are some good non-wobbling strategies? So what, I guess basically to put it another way, what if you weren't wobbling and we're not just, you know, because you're not always doing handoffs by the edge, you mm -hmm. know, and you're talking about improving your neutral, what did you add in? What took the place of that that built you up more basically? So I think the one of the biggest things um, was just like looking at all my moves that weren't grab and trying to figure out like what I'm actually supposed to be using them. Like for example, when wobbling got banned, um, I guess maybe I was doing this before, but like definitely like Blizzard versus Marth is sort of like one of like the mm. the key things. I like I just spam it a lot versus Marth because I realized that like to beat Marth forward or down tilt, you don't you don't grab right. Like right. <laughs> that that's just gonna lose horribly. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking at my other moves like. Blizzard does really well against down tilt because like if he's holding down trying to down tilt mm -hmm. and he gets stuck in a blizzard, then he's in a really bad spot. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, like like looking at like using up air uh, versus like full hoppy foxes. Um, like you're not really not going to get many grabs versus like a fox that's just always in the air full hopping. But you can look at your other move like up air and like actually start to call that stuff out. Um, so I think things like that were really big. Just like trying to have like a more balanced. Uh, approach to the character and then like when you do you know get your grab get your like handoff set up then you can still do what you know and like you know get a zero to death or whatever right like yeah. when obviously like double down was like the first time i've ever actually seen like an ice climbers player like play post wobbling and i did not really know what to expect and mm -hmm. thinking about it's like really interesting because from watching the matches it's like I thought to myself, like, did people, like, lose or, like, forget, like, how to fight ice climbers beyond just, like, mm -hmm. don't, just don't get grabbed or just separate the two ice climbers players, which obviously I think, like, like, IBEW, for instance, has done really well in, like, doing that, but mm -hmm. I feel it's interesting to think about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people definitely, like, don't play the matchup nearly as much because like just a lot of the IC players just don't play that much anymore or they're just not as good. Um, like when I was at Double Down, I had to play KJH and JFlex and both of them came up to me before our sets and was like, dude, who do I even warm up with to play? <laughs> and I was like, don't ask me, I, I don't know. Whereas like majors in the past, there would always be like at least a couple Some... other high level Ice Climbers players there. <laughs> so like it got, when Wobbling got banned, it nerfed the character, but at the same time, like it's it's hard to warm up for me, or it's even hard like just like to find a nice climber player to net play. Yeah, um, so like yeah. that's that's actually pretty nice. They're so yeah. hard to find it unranked. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember I played it. Uh, I played Frostbite on unranked. who's like a good MDVA ice climber, and when mm -hmm. I ran into him, I saw he was like a good ice climber player. I was like, wow, this is probably in like two years or however long it's been. This is probably the first time I've ever got like a good. A good ICs did a session in on under. Yeah, that's rare. <laughs> that's not only yeah. were not only were both of you on a rank, but you found each other. The yeah. rarest of yeah, the I, rare. I was moments. so excited. <laughs> you, you found a unicorn in the wild. <laughs> yeah, actually. 
I, I DM'd him afterwards. Like, I can't believe we actually got icy dinners on unranked. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. You like that matchup? Yeah, I, I like it until I lose, and then I'm like, that's the worst matchup in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those. That, that matchup. Well, what's it like without wobbling? Because I know with you would like wobble, and then you have to hope that Nana comes in and helps or something. Yeah, and like you're getting hit away. So, it's so yeah. ridiculous looking. Yeah. Or and if you're not doing that, you're wave dash down smashing, mm-hmm. and it's just it, and, and there's just like dudes flying everywhere. So I mean, yeah. what's it like now? I mean, it's pretty similar. Like wobbling actually like added like it, like took away from part of the chaos because there would just be chaos, and then you would have like a little bit of like calm where like somebody's just getting wobbled. Mm-hmm. Now it's like even more chaotic because you don't even have those breaks. Um, but it's like you said, it's a lot of down smash. It's a lot of like back throw. Back throw is really good. Oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. like the main mix of like, are you going to shield the down smash or are you going to try to get away from the back throw? Um, <laughs> and then like Blizzard, like when you get a lead, Blizzard camping is really good because oh, since Icy's is mostly mm-hmm. just wave dash, you can't, they can't go vertically around Blizzard very well. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's like the, the TLDR <laughs> on that matchup pretty much. Oh, I need to see this. That sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, Toph, if you got anything you want to add to it, uh, feel free. I, uh, I know we've had slug going on this one for a little while now as so well. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, uh, obviously there's nothing that I'm going to be able to add to, to give new ICs players any kind of advice, uh, in terms of what they really should be doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, what Wobbles was saying about, you know, the, the, the over-centralization and stuff like that, that definitely makes sense. Do you know if there are, Slug, do you know if there are any, like, up-and-coming ICs of note right now that are, you know? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know a couple. Um, even just being in, like, the ICs Discord and, like, doing lessons, too, there's some that mm. I can definitely think of. One player mm. that's really good is Moff from Florida. Um, she is, like, I first heard of her through Netplay Brackets. Um, and like, I didn't think they were very good. <laughs> like, I didn't think much of them. I, I wasn't even like being trying to be like toxic, but like, and then yeah. just like watching them improve like more and more. Like, I've been really impressed. Like, I feel like every tournament I see them play, I think I tipped off. They beat like two puffs and a peach or something. So, like, oh, I think they could be really good if they get to that. Is more. that is so huge? No, honestly, like dead ass. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Somebody needs to make a meme or something. But it's like you know. Like, it's like like you. Like, if I see you beating Cody, I'm like, yeah, all right, you know, that's that's pretty dope. You know, yeah. that's a good win. And if I see like you beating like Polish, not even Polish, dude. Yeah, it could be, it could be like <laughs> not, even, not even Polish, dude. No, I'm like, like yard peach. Hey, like, peach. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like oh, <laughs> yeah. he did what? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I Malachi or somebody, right? Yeah. Even would be like, I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Granted, I guess you're probably going Fox or Sheik or whatever at this point. But like seriously, <laughs> like when I see when I see ICs with any kind of results on on a Peach player, I'm just like, wait, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Unless the Peach in question is Kalamazoo. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> don't want to get into it, but man, Kazu was he had some he had a rough time versus ICs for some ungodly. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of that. People would like send me their sets and be like, I don't know, like maybe it's doable. <laughs> like, I think it's more just the Kalamazoo <laughs> issue than yeah, than yeah, yeah. Else. yeah. So. Well, it is it is always said that Kalamazoo is only good at he's only good at the matchups that Peach loses, <laughs> and he's not good at the ones well, where he, Peach. He's looks like ridiculous versus Fox is what I've heard. It's ridiculous seen. versus yeah. Fox, yeah, ridiculous yeah. versus Fox. Um, but anyways, good to good to have you on Neptune for some uh, for some wobbling talk. Did we did we kind of? I know you had two parts to your question. Did we kind of go over everything? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I think that answers awesome. pretty much everything. I know it's like a little bit of mouthful, but no, 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 it was good. It was good. It was it was the kind of thing I wanted to talk about for sure. Um, so thank yeah. you for asking it. Yeah, yeah, I heard you guys on the stream being like, "Oh, I wish people like stop talking about wobbling and stuck shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't yeah, fully a... go into it, and I, you yeah, know, I think yeah, it's yeah. a question everyone's thinking about. You know, unfortunately, until you know, we have more slugs and 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 moths and everyone else popping off. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be that's what we're going to talk about until we start seeing them do you know do more and and more. But you know, yeah. slugs are already changing that, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have been disappointed if we didn't talk about wobbling. You oh, know? were you excited? Yeah. You're like, oh boy, I can't wait to talk about wobbling. <laughs> That was like what I was mostly prepared for. I was like, I'm going on radio melee. Like, all right, let's yeah, get some wobbling. We, we, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. mentally prepare for that one. That's well, Neptune, thank you so much for calling in. You got any shout outs for us on your way out today? Um, uh, I guess shout outs to my friend who I mentioned, uh, Kate, who was the one that made me think about this. Mm. Uh, she's, she's really good. And she's the one that helped me not only get back into Smash Brothers, uh, in the first place, melee and such, but she also hosts like a, a weekly uh, online tournament that I take part in a lot. So cool. it's it. So I I owe her a lot uh, mm. because of that. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, don't really have much more shoutouts. I mean, I guess I'll shout my Twitter. I guess uh, Silent Neptune uh, on Twitter dot com if people want to find me. I guess run it. Well, mm -hmm. there you have it. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Neptune. Hope you have a good rest of your day, gamer. Of course. Thank you. You, you all have a good rest of your days, too. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Hey. All right. See ya. Take care, Neptune. All right. Mm. Good first question. Let's keep it rolling. We got another yeah. one queued up, ready to go. Profanity. Yeah, uh, profanity. I know profanity. Oh, you do? All right. Well, let's yeah. see what's going on here. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? Hey, hey, guys. My dad's profanity. Um, I'm calling in from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, so my question for Sludge is, uh, when I first met you, probably a, a little over six years now, you played Fox. Your tag was the Irish Demon, but uh, <laughs> you've now changed your tag Beautiful. to Sludge. Is there uh, any story behind that at all? This is a big one. This is an important question. Yeah. You were trying to get away with, from telling us this, Slug, but we've gotten yeah. the sleuth on it. I, well, once, once I saw Profanity join, I was like, uh, I know what he's going to ask me. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. buddy. We got history. The Irish Demon, that was, I stopped using that tag because people kept asking me about like the history of Northern Ireland and like the IRA and stuff, and I didn't want to get too political. <laughs> ah, I see. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. That makes so, sense. Yeah, then then I thought then I did like slug and like the randomizer and the melee thing, like the melee tag thing. You know, you can hit just hit random and it gets you. Oh, like, oh wow. That's a classic. I think that's how Dunk got his tag. A lot of good animal huh. tags coming out of that thing. Yeah, that's how mm. Chum got Chum's tag too. Like wow. Really. Got it. Really? That's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that was why is the G capitalized? Let me ask real quick. Why is the G capitalized as well? I, I wish I had a good story for that. I don't. I think I saw Mango with some cool capitalization in his tag, and I was like, that's sick. Mm -hmm. I'll just put make my G capital. Okay, um, so it's not like you can read it forward and no, backwards. No, yeah, or... Some people will call me like Gulse or however yeah, yeah. you say it. Like I know like when I would play Counter-Strike, people would make their names backward all the time. Uh, and then I like have my name as oh, Slug. Yeah. I didn't know people did that, uh, and so people would always call me like Gulse or whatever. And I, I would be like, "Why? Why are you saying that?" Gulse. Yeah. All right. We maybe we'll get a Gulse sign for the for the crowd. They can hold it up behind you when you're in the next major. We'll see. Yeah, that is that is kind of badass. You know, it's funny. I was commentating someone's match at um, uh, 
was it Gommel? Maybe it was C. No, I think it was CEO. And their tag was um, Swiss. And I made a joke on commentary where I was like, oh, Swiss, you know, uh, this, we've got Swiss carrying on uh, a long-standing tradition in the Melee community of uh, naming yourself after a European country but not being from that country. Of course, referring to Swedish and Polish. Um, ah. And Swiss found me at the venue later and was like, dude, you're the first person ever to understand my tag. And I was like, wait, I was I, making a joke. I did not that think was that was like, point? that was the point. Their they were trying to do that. Yes. <laughs> I like made a joke and I was correct. Like that was literally what they were trying to do. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that's, that's hey, good stuff. Tof. Good stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Which, which I guess I, I guess I should ask because I'm pretty sure Swedish is not from Sweden and I'm pretty <laughs> sure Polish is not from Poland. Are you, do you have any roots in Ireland? Slug? Yeah. Yeah. If you see the, the flag oh, behind me, yeah. that's, the, uh, that's like County Donegal. So that's like the, the County in Ireland where like a lot of my family lives. Oh, that's tight. That's yeah. tight. Oh. That yeah. is really cool. I'd love to go someday. I also, I think I want to say Polish is actually Polish, not like oh, born is he? or not like born okay. in Poland, but like by descent, at least ethnically yeah. or by descent. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I think their tag was like ambiguously Polish at first, ambiguously <laughs> Polish, whatever yeah. that means. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think Swedish is Swedish. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure. Some, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although technically it is Swedish delight, which is just a True. snack. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Profanity. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, getting into some of the history. We got to there, the bottom yeah. of this one. We we were sleuthing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do um, you, so you have any shout outs you want to do? Oh, absolutely. This might. I I got to shout out all all my friends that got me into melee. So like Zuppy, Chem, mm. Bambi, Coalball, uh, mm. Croto, Forest, Gene, Dalla, Dark Janet, Tommy, Croto, Panda, Majors. Um, so MG, MG, <laughs> all these people. There's this one guy, uh, he used to train me. He's from New Jersey. He just goes mm. by the big Z. Um, he doesn't wow. play that much anymore, but that guy really got me into it. Uh, oh, yeah. So I've been playing probably like eight years now, and it's really because of him. Um, and I shout out, shout out the, the Irish demon. That's how I met him. So, yeah. you know, uh, your success, we never thought it would come. You, right, know, you never you, thought it would come. You've been hitting the gym, all the, ga- all the gains you got. You lost a lot of weight. You're, you know, we're just okay. proud of you, man. Damn. Let's go slow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you yeah, so much. Of course. Take care, Profanity. Have a good rest Absolutely. of your day. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you. Bye. Picklebacks. Wait, you said picklebacks? You're a pickleback guy. Oh, I saw yeah. that. The, in the, I'm looking at the submit topics here. Profanity also wanted to ask you about that. your history of picklebacks. I just take, I just drink a lot of picklebacks. Yeah. Dude, I had my first pickleback. You know what a pickleback is, PB? Nope. Pickleback, well, you, you explain it, Slug. A pickleback, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's just you take a shot of whiskey. I mean, people do it with other liquors, too. Mm-hmm. But normally, it's like, you know, traditionally, it's a shot of whiskey and then just chase it with a shot of pickle juice, which sounds disgusting. But the pickle juice, like, chases the taste of alcohol. Or it, uh, it cuts the taste of alcohol, like, really well. So, like, mm-hmm. you, you don't have that, like, post-shot, like, disgusting taste. Okay. Yeah, dude, I had my first pickleback a couple months ago, and yeah, they're great. Uh, fully, yeah. full cosine on them. Uh, I found a bar near me that actually just kind of has them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they can be a little hard to find sometimes. It's like right. most. I feel like you don't normally keep pickle juice behind the bar. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they an Irish thing? 
Picklebacks? No, I don't think so. I think if you did a pickleback like with Irish whiskey in Ireland, they would like kick you out of the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right. Well, it's some major down the line slug. We'll do it. We'll do a pickleback show. Uh, I'm so down. I'm so down. Let's go. Looks like we're ready to get our next caller on. We got Punter. Punter. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Where are you calling in from, and what do you got for us today? Uh, you did say it correctly. And uh, nice. I'm calling from Washington. And my question for you guys today is, uh, since I saw that Slug said the maybe, I don't know if he actually said this, but on Twitter, mm. someone said that he said the Marth matchup was even. I just kind of want to get your opinion on that and like how can mm. I play around Marth? And I also want to ask PP how Marth can play around Ices. Just like everything about the matchup that you guys want to talk about. Nice. I'm glad we're getting this question because I, I also yeah. wanted to hear this, about this. This is a good one, right? Because I mean, you beat Kadoran and Zane. You know, last mm. weekend, right? I mean, those are that's, those yeah. are the Marths. So you beat them yeah. both, and that's that's a that's a big thing. And um, you know, I mean, you know, I think a you know a couple of years ago, everyone was like, Marth's unbeatable, and you know yeah. all this. And now here we are, two years later, and Ice Climbers out here. So yeah, it's an interesting thing. And so I'm I'm very curious what you think about you know Ice Climbers versus Marth, and then the you know the strategies for it and everything. Yeah, I mean, this is my favorite matchup, just because like like I said, my little brother played Marth, um, so I played a lot versus him. I'd play Stango at the Philly locals because he was the best player in Philly for a really long time. And so I would just like ah. always lose to those guys. Um, but I also like while I was losing to them, I was just getting a ton of hours uh, yeah. versus Marth. Um, so that's like kind of part of why I'm really good against Marth. Um, and it's like you said, at one point, I definitely did think it was like unwinnable or something. And I was like, maybe I'll go back to Fox for Marth or something. Um, but yeah, like sometime in like late 2019, I kind of started... Uh, really like piecing together my game plan versus Marth. Um, I sort of took parts of like a lot of different ICs play. Like Biz, for example, has like amazing, just in general, amazing like desyncs, like blizzards and ice blocks in general mm. versus Marth. Um, and then I took like, like choose like crouch cancel game and stuff like that. Uh, and I, that's how I kind of made my gameplay, which is a lot of like blizzard and ice blocks. So the Marth's really uncomfortable on the ground. He doesn't want to like spam down tilt and short hop fair. Um, and then when he does land, like crouch cancel, like constantly, unless like, um, cause obviously there's some stuff you can't, but like, especially versus fair, which is like his, you know, 90% of the time he's trying to land on you with a forward air. Mm -hmm. Uh, if he doesn't tip it, you can like CC dash grab like a lot. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of my game plan is just making him really uncomfortable, like right in front of you. Cause he likes to just stand there and spam his zoning moves. Um, and then make him make him jump to where he's either vulnerable to like an up air or when he does end up landing from that jump, you can punish his landing. Um, so that's yeah, that's a lot of it. And do you think I see like regard like I mean you know we're talking we'll t we'll say peak human or we'll say you know where you think humans can realistically do it right now. Think about it that way. Um, and you know what do you think about ice climbers Marth? If we're talking about Marth having similar awareness to ice climbers, and what do you think that matchup plays out like? Do you think because I think you might have been saying in the beginning that it was still pretty heavily losing for ICs, but just to kind of get the official certified slug opinion on the table, what are you feeling about that matchup? If you know both players are pretty aware and skilled. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely don't think it's heavily losing for ICs. I think okay. it's like almost even, or like maybe still slightly Marth favor. Hmm. Um, I think like one thing is like Marth just needs to grab way more than most Marths do. That was one something Kadoran did in our set because Kadoran almost reversed the Odin. And oh. big part of it was just because he started grabbing so much, so it couldn't just like crouch cancel or shield everything offensive that he tried to do. Um, so that even with Nana around, 
It's good because yeah, when his you throws are throw, really fast. Yeah. You, you can throw and then you can knock them into each other. And that's yeah. Ah, right? yeah. Got it. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, like that's I think, the, the spacey trick too. That's the spacey yeah. trick because you grab the them. The spacey's have amazing throws. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The down throws from spacey's. Falco's really down too. throw, I know, is crazy versus yeah. them, but I think it. I think there is some counterplay to that that they've come up with because I know that got phased out a little while ago. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just like outspace, like especially if you grab Nana. Like a lot of times, you'll get punished mm -hmm. by it. If you grab Popo, it normally goes unpunished. I see. Um, I see. Yeah. Like in terms of Marth, I see like a. Like if I were to give a number to it, I'll pretty much say fifty-fifty. Like, oh, like maybe wow. okay. slight Marth favored, mostly just because he's like still like a way better character. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But it's also like you said, where like anytime I play a Marth, I'm just gonna have way more hours and like way yeah. more experience. And yeah, so like you know, Zane like obviously has experience in the matchup, uh, especially back when Wobbling was legal. He would like have to play like Chu and Army and Nintendo and those type of guys at majors. Um, but yeah, like now. There's really way How less long has it been, There's right? Not a lot of good... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, similar thing with like, like any Marth, it's not even just Zane. Like any Marth just isn't like unless they have like a secret Icy's practice partner. Um mm. which probably Yeah, I mean they probably don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, um and then yeah. the last thing but just about that matchup is like a mm. lot of people will say like risk reward as like just sort of a general term in melee or fighting games. And I think if there's one matchup that like really exemplifies like risk reward in melee, I feel like it's this one where like Marth doesn't have to take a ton of risks, but like his reward for playing that way is always going to be so low versus a, like a floaty like Ices right. as long as they're like crouching when they need to crouch and like DIing properly. Whereas Ices, like their reward is always going to be higher. So even if like they're losing neutral like five times in a row to like a down tilt or like a forward air that doesn't combo into anything, like that's fine. Mm. Like your next reward is going to be way higher than the Marths. At least if you're playing it properly, I think. Well, that fair. makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, um, I'll i talk about it a little bit from the Marth, and I don't have to, I won't spend, you know, as long here, because I know I think the questions are a little more directed for you, but I will say I think Marth still solidly beats Ices, and the reason, mm -hmm. my reason for that is, um, let's say Marth is hitting those five down tilts before Ices is getting an opening. In my view, you know, that's going to automatically desync them, and I've and there are still even you know when I was watching you uh, play Zay, and I still saw so many times where you know you guys might be desynced, and you would spend some time waiting to resync with Nana before you did something, but Zane wasn't playing on that a lot of the mm -hmm. time, just as one thing. And I think you know when you see someone with experience playing with ICs, they're going to take that one kind of desync and they can turn it into something much bigger, maybe a second down tilt, or maybe they just pressure your shield and now your shield's up so you can't crouch cancel, or maybe one of you shields but the other is not because they're desynced, and so then you yeah. then it's really it's just a it's just a mess for ICs in a lot of situations like that. So I think Marth down tilt is just absolutely bonkers versus ICs. I mean I'm you know that's not anything you don't know, but I think uh, you know Marth can push that in a in a really strong way and. On their shield and i mean i think you know roll out of shield is one of the best things ICs can do when marth starts mm -hmm. getting set up like that so i think that's just not a great thing for them and um you know something they have to start doing then is like jumping over or if they you know or again this is assuming marth can get set up right but mm -hmm. and i think he reasonably can in a lot of scenarios but you know they have to start jumping over and making reads like that and i think that you know when you start talking about a character having to make big risky plays like ic mm -hmm. going for fair or bear to get around a move because otherwise you're just wave dashing and backing up and hoping I can, you know, get this blizzard out or whatever. Yeah. I think that that just feels so much stronger for the other character. And I, again, I still think Marth can make a, 
decent opening as long as he's really paying attention and has the experience off of those downs. Yeah. So to me, I think it's it's strongly Marth favored. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're going up against someone, you know, with the hours and the experience and, you know, the Marths are not really playing ICs, I think that can look different in practice a lot of the time. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point too, like sort of saying that like, like about like pushing your advantage and like playing potentially like playing a little more aggressive in some spots like that is i think like it's like i said with like like utilizing grab a little more like yeah. a lot of marths at least if they're not super experienced in the matchup they don't want to ever do that and they only right. want to play the game plan where they're just trying to zone all the time right. um so yeah i think that like the matchup does get a lot harder when they have that defensive stuff but they're also yeah like pushing their advantage and when you have them maybe not even in like hit stun for a combo but like like you said like desynced and you can actually yeah. like go in there and and properly open them up like mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that's stuff that like more marths need to do for sure yeah it's 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 very gross and i i feel for ICs when people start mm -hmm. doing that mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean that again that's my view on it um and certainly not discrediting slug's view very smart man did <laughs> did wonderful things in the matchup this past weekend um but yeah um I think, I, I, again, I think something that I do think is kind of interesting about Marth versus Ices or, you know, some of his other matchups too is um, he can't spam movement in it, but more importantly, almost, he can't, it's like he doesn't just get a bunch of like, you know, dash back grab or, you know, silly Marth stuff that he can sometimes get in other matchups. And I think that's yeah. why Marth players can be like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> why do I have to yeah. do this? There's like I slippy think, Marths that just play against like Falco all day, right? They're right. Just, You're like, like, oh, why can't I, can I, I take, why can't I take ice block and dash back grab them? Mm -hmm. Why are there two of them? This is so stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, matchups like Ices and like that are, are good for the Marth players development. So I'll say that too. Yeah. Um, and certainly ICs are going to keep them a lot more honest now, it sounds like. So that's great. You know, it's funny, Slug, when I was kind of listening to the way you were describing how to play against Marth, it really reminded me, for some reason, like the, the options you were describing and what to go for when, it kind of like reminded me of like the way one might talk about ICs versus Sheik. Yeah, I think you there know, are a lot of similarities. I think it's like, so I play like somewhat similar versus both characters, just that Sheik is way easier. <laughs> Like, because like is that is that just because you hit her yeah you hit her way harder and like oh man and she yeah, is even worse against like like she's even worse at killing nana she's pretty much just as bad at like like starting big combos versus ICs because she can't grab versus ICs. Right. her throws mm -hmm. always get punished whereas so like you can just like when i have a lead and like i'm at a high percent where i can't even crouch cancel i'm still just going to spam shield because it's like maybe i'm not getting <laughs> i'm not getting a hit from it but like they're not hitting me and they can't grab me out of this um so like right yeah i think like i do play those matchups pretty similarly it's just that like the punish game is way better on Sheik, and then like her punish game is way worse and so it, it's pretty bad for Sheik, i think mm -hmm. okay that makes total sense yeah that makes total sense do Marth, you play I a punter do you play either of those characters do you play marth or do you play ices no i, I, I was, never got I, I was only Oh, I play Fox and Palco. <laughs> okay, okay. But I, I like hearing about uh, matchups that I don't play. I think it's really interesting. Just because yeah. it's like a perspective that you don't really get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think we we did it justice here. Marth Icy's real interesting matchup. I get the feeling we're going to be seeing more of it as long as Slug continues to travel. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Punter, for calling in and asking the question today. You got any shout-outs for us on your way out? Uh, for sure. Shout-outs to Fundy. He'll be watching this and shout outs to Q. Very nice, very nice. Good answers on your part. So you guys are all legends. Uh, see ya. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care.
Thank you so much. All right. So I'm looking over. Um, let's see. Looking over kind of, there's so many things I could ask you still, you know, things that are kind of not looked at as much. Um, but you know what? I think I'm going to talk about something that has only kind of come up, but I've, I've been noticing a kind of theme lately for certain players coming out. And I think we're getting a lot of players from uh, a tri-state area, again, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, coming out and making more waves lately. And I think, you know, Polish also from Pennsylvania. So I was kind of curious, you know, what, what in your opinion, you know, do you think there are more uh, hidden bosses out there that just aren't known yet that are kind of in your state or in those surrounding states? Because, you know, I'm kind of, it's kind of, I feel like people talk about that sometimes and it doesn't always come out, but is there anyone that you think is like that? Do you think that area has been harboring secrets for a while and it's finally coming out now that we've got offline back and people have been grinding net play? What's your take on all that? Yeah, I mean, Tri-State has always been like, I feel like a region that's like really deep. Um, well, one, just because like population-wise, there's just like so yeah. many people there. Um, two, I think that like the like the way that people would talk about Tri-State Melee with like, like oh, like these East Coast, like New York Foxes, they're like super lame, like they're super defensive. That play style has now become like normal across the board. And the fact that those guys like are just like down to play like that, they probably... They probably like got better and like understood that style like before a lot of other people have. Mm. Um, also, like more specifically in New York, uh, like I've never even gone to this local. I've been to the venue, but I've never gone to the local. Like at the nightclub, like the sort of culture there is like so good because it's very supportive, but it's also very like a grind, like a grind culture. And so you have mm. guys like like Jojo, for example, who is like a known player in that scene. And now he has like the slippy net play that he can grind. And he has like his local that's super stacked and super hype and a bunch of people watching it that he can compete at. And so I imagine that really, really helps uh, like him as a player, just like just pure melee skill wise and also him mentally. Um, mm. Because like where I live now, I don't have a local. I'm, I'm sort of in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, Oh. And I, I kind of wish I had that that type of thing where I could go to my local and play like a stacked local that's really hype and like a lot of people are watching it because it's really good practice for when you go play on stage at a major. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was definitely feeling like the stage, like whenever I was up there, I was like, man, like I haven't even like played like a LAN tournament, like let alone on stage with like a oh, bunch wow. of people watching in, in, in a while. So And you still beat all those guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you uh, feel any... um? On that note, something that I was kind of wondering about, did you feel any pressure in that regard? Because I know that, like, for some Melee players, they kind of, you know, people kind of bum out about it. It's like, man, you know, I've gotten these really good wins, really good results online, um, and I feel that, you know, playing at my peak, you know, with even people that I've beaten in these online events, you know, I, I could be ranked really, really high. Uh, but, but since I haven't quite translated that to, to offline results yet, you know, I feel like there's players that feel a certain amount of pressure to perform where they're like, you know, like, I know I can do it, but I'm, I'm you know, until I get those results offline, I'm going to be unrecognized yeah. in, in, in the, in the rankings or what, ha or what have you. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you feel a certain amount of pressure going into say double down or anything like that? Where you're like, you know, man, no, I can do this. I've beaten players like this before, obviously, but mm -hmm. um, you kinda, yeah. What's your mentality there? Like, I don't know. Cause I, I know some people only knew me from online, but like, I've just been playing tournaments long enough before online that I never considered myself just like an online mm -hmm. or like a slippy kid. So I never really even thought about that. Um, uh -huh. just cause I think, I guess I just had, I just assumed that like my online results, 
uh, would eventually, or my offline results would eventually match my online results. Mm -hmm. um, so that wasn't really something that I had pressure with. The The thing that I more noticed this weekend was just like going into a set thinking I would win versus going into a set thinking I would lose, uh, like versus mm. Oren. I think I felt really nervous playing that set because I thought I would win. I just felt really confident against Ghidorin. And then like I played Zane and like I also won, but I had like no nerves really until like maybe the final stock of game five. Mm -hmm. And I think that was because I thought I would lose. And so it's like, ah. like, I, like I would just, it's like if I lose to Zane, like uh, whatever. But like Ghidorin, you're like, I was prepping for Ghidorin. I thought I would beat Ghidorin because that's just my favorite matchup. And so like, I think like mentally, it, it just really changes how you feel in the middle of the set. Yeah. Mm. Do you ever do you ever kind of grapple with stuff like that, PP? When you were you know obviously both getting good and when you were already really good. Um, when I was coming up, I didn't care about that stuff at all. Like I think one time Zoo asked me on Smashboards uh, if you guys know what that is. That's a forum. <laughs> um, Zoo asked me one time about you know don't you, now that you've gotten results, don't you feel like worried about protecting your spot or whatever? And that thought had never crossed my mind in my life. I was like, no, I don't. It's a weird. Why would you be? Why would you think about that? <laughs> why would you think about I, that? I just did, I just didn't make any sense to me. Uh -huh. um, and so like I just had that sort of thing. Like I just love melee. I just want to grind it, and mm -hmm. and that's it. And because you know I still have stuff I want to do. And then I just took that all the way. You know. So I was a top player. And then after that, I think a lot of challenges came in because I was like, oh, well, now I'm protecting my spot. And now I'm thinking about, <laughs> you know, I want support from people still. And, you know, fine, yeah. trying to figure that out and everything like, now, OK, I beat everyone. Now, what do I do? Right. And there was right. a lot of questions at that point. But before that, no, I was just I was just hungry and enjoying it. And so I, but, you know, I think now I think it can be really complicated, actually. I think it's more complicated now because mm -hmm. you have social media, you have people like telling you how sick you are all the time or whatever. <laughs> and you're, and the, like, that just messes with your head, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like you, you've got to figure out how to you know, ground yourself, you know, be, take the support and then, and, and the hate and, and do what you can with it. And, um, you know, figure that out. So I, it is, it is a challenge for that, but I, you know, I think slug someone that's navigating that fine. I guess it's not bothering you too well, much. Well, it seems now. like well, the, the one other thing too, that I think like it's existed for a while, but it's like super prevalent now is like sort of rankings culture in melee. Oh, like, good. Right before yeah. double down, a bunch of people were streaming their like top 50 for the summer <laughs> yeah. ballots. Mm. And I was like watching these streams, like going into the major, I was like, this can't be good for my I, mentality. Going dude, I, those are the <laughs> last streams on earth you want to watch as a good yeah. player. You yeah, yeah, like, there. Because like every every tournament, everybody's like, okay, this is what like the top yeah. twenty five is now, and then like you know, you know what I like? Like this is what it is. After double down, they did they that people started doing this thing now, and I'm so glad for this meme. They go, okay, the results are like. The, okay, the best players in the world, and there's no debate. It's like number one, Cody, number two, yeah. Amsta, and then they just and so they just they do it like that, and then you know Zane and Slug were fifth, or I forget exactly where what what everyone placed or how everyone how good everyone in the world is now. Mm -hmm. But they said, and there's no debate at the end. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I love that because it makes fun of how people are so reactionary to results, and it also makes yeah. fun of the ranking culture a little bit. So I love that mm -hmm. meme. I hope we do that for a long time. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> yeah, the um. You know, I was talking to Ops about this. We did an interview after Double Down. And I was doing it with PG Stats. So naturally, you know, we tried to make it, uh, like, tie it into the PG Stats brand somehow. So one of the questions I asked him was, like, you know, I guess, you know, I apparently Double Down might have been the last tournament before the summer rankings or whatever. Mm. Um, and so I'm so, you know, it's like, uh, to, to, and I think they asked this to Cody as well. I didn't do the Cody interview, but they asked, we asked Ops, so like, 
you know, what do you think you're going to be ranked? Or, you know, what do you think about that in general? And Ops was like, yeah, it's funny. Like in the past, you know, he was, he would think about this sort of thing, like rankings. And, you know, he'd think about, um, you know, 28, I think 2018, 2019, he was ranked top 10 twice yeah. in a row. And he feels like rankings wise, he's been very consistent, very solid. Mm-hmm. So now, um, you know, he was like, you know, instead of this was something that Amsa was kind of talking about was like something that kind of was was tough for him in the past where he, he would go to these tournaments, maybe Japanese tournaments or something. And it was always kind of like, well, if I if I lose, would that affect my rankings negatively yeah. mm-hmm. in a way where if I get first, it doesn't really help me at all. Mm-hmm. And he was like, instead of focusing on that, my only goal right now, especially coming out of Double Down where he got second, is I want to win a major. Right. So That's the only goal... The right, the only goal, it's not about the rankings right now. All I want to do is win a major. That's the single-minded goal. I've gotten third in the past. Now I've gotten second. Next, I have to get first. Right. And the rankings are irrelevant. Maybe we cross that bridge when we get to it at some point. Yeah. But for now, it's just, I just got to win a major. Right. That's the only goal right now. And, so and I was that, like, I mean, that's yeah, a good question. Very reasonable. You know, I think for, for our lovely guest here, Slug, yeah. is there a goal that you want? Is there a matchup you'd like to conquer? Is there a player you still want to beat that you haven't or would like to beat more? Is there anything you mm-hmm. want to master with ICs? You know, what, what, what are you looking for out of Melee right now? Um, I think right now my main goal that I have my eye on is I just want to be top 10 and mm. then mm-hmm. I'll go from there. But that's like the main, the main thing. Big, I'm like, I'm a like big achievement. Mm-hmm. Just about rankings yeah but yeah, yeah. Top, 10, top 10 would be uh, i would say that's my main goal like there's no real like players i'm like i super want to beat or anything like that it's more just like yeah just get top 10 in the world man. seems very doable yeah i think so honestly at this You're point starting that resume man mm-hmm. uh, yeah we'll see uh exciting stuff um but yeah, I think, you know, great questions, great answers, great discussion all around. I think there's really yeah. only one thing left, and that's, you know, you know what it is, Slug. It's the community voice. It's the question you ask to the YouTube audience out there. You can mm-hmm. think of it as asking a question to the community if you'd like. But yeah, it can be serious. It can be funny. It's your time. It's your question. What would you like to ask the people, Slug? So when you, you told me about community voice, I was like, man, what do I ask? And I was thinking, like, what do I want to know about, like, just people on YouTube that play Smash or follow Smash. My thing is, I would like to know about like just the random like hidden bosses or sort of local legends of people's scenes. Mm. Like who is it in your scene that like, yeah, it's just like a local legend, whether it be Mm. like skill or like tournament organizing or streaming or like just like being like, just like the biggest homie, something like that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. There's so many people that come to mind for me. Yeah, we've had variations on that, whether it's like TOs or something like that before. But I like kind of extending it just to everyone. You bring out the best of your local yeah. scene. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like like talking to people at majors and like hearing those type of stories too. Just like the people you would never meet unless you go to those locals and like hearing like the people from their scenes talk about them. I, I like hearing about those kind of people. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a lot of fun. Is there is there anyone? I guess you said you're in the middle of nowhere, so I guess you're your own local hero. But is there anyone from Pennsylvania you might have wanted to shout out if you had the chance? Well, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some people. Uh, when I still lived in Philly, there's a bunch too. But first, uh, Gene Dalla, who is like the a big Philly TO now, and he also runs Brotherly Love Esports, which is my team. Um, and like, so he helps me get everywhere. He makes the oh, best ribs, that's best right. barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, Strong that, that, that's, sponsor. That's, that's my local, my local legend, my local nice. goat. Um, but yeah, 
So yeah, like if I was answering that question, I would probably probably drop Gene Dollar in there. I got to figure out. I wonder what his what his Twitter is. I forget Gene what Dalla. his exact. I think it's yeah, it's just at Gene Dollar on Twitter. Very nice. Yeah, shout out Gene. For sure, man. Well, hey, it's been a lot of fun having you. A lot of great insight. Yeah. Uh, a lot, learned a lot of cool stuff from the Irish demon himself. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I uh, like yeah, man. It's been a good time. Thank you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, Toe, for holding it down. Really do appreciate that, man. And thank you guys out there for calling in and listening to everything else. I'm not and sure. And everyone this- listening. Yeah, everyone listening on the uh, Spotify and everything else as well. I know our audio listeners out there. Mm-hmm. No, you can't see us, but you can hear us. We appreciate y'all too. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I we're not sure when the show is going to be coming back. For sure, I, I'm going to be going on a trip. I know Toast's going to be traveling. We'll Everyone's tweet traveling. it out. We'll tweet we'll it out. Figure it out. But just so you guys know, there may be a little bit of a hiatus. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned to the mm-hmm. Twitters. That being said, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Radio Melee. We are signing out. 